0: Dear Groot, I hope this spore finds you well. How are the fungi? So much has happened since I left you that it is challenging to arrange my thoughts. Our moss is doing great, better even than great. It has turned into a vine. I believe we have made contact with magic in some way and the tall folk think they can bring back magic to the entire world. Can you imagine? I believe the moss has chosen Zothkug. He's the tall green one. Well, actually he's gray now, but he used to be blue, but you'll remember him as being green and attuned to him. He's not very good at tending plants, and thus far I've had to do it. I think the moss wants sunlight, though. I'm doing my best all the same. I am hoping to learn how to vibing, and Zothkug has been kindly trying to teach me, but he does not seem to know the answers to many of my questions, and he often defines terms using the term in the description but maybe it's something I have to learn by doing. I was practicing with Zoth in the waystation chapel. Oh, we are staying in a waystation, like where you live, but this one has many tall folk in it. Anyway, I was trying to vibing with Zothkug and I saw a strange white mist, and in the mist was a small creature, little taller than us, trapped by a magic circle. She was trying to pull herself free and, and harming herself trying to do so, and she asked the two of us to find her. Can you imagine, Groot? A quest of my very own. Zopkug believes it is something called an avatar, whatever that means, named Do Bumblefoot. When we tried to tell Fox, he ducked around us, and then Jebediah ignored us also. I believe Owlin is the only other member of our traveling band who is much of a thinker. Fox and Jeb have become a bit distracted by another man staying in the way station. I can't remember his name, but he seemed sad. He said he cries a lot. Anyway, they took some meat sticks. They eat meat off of sticks out in the world, apparently. They took some meat sticks to talk to him and ask him about what was going on, and he was apparently hired by some suspicious people to transport things across Uradah, and he found out that the contraband he was hired to smuggle was stolen from a tower that maybe was flying once, but now it fell? It gets a little fuzzy for me. And then he said he thinks the stuff he smuggled was responsible for magic disappearing. So maybe we'll work with him or maybe he's one of the bad guys. I haven't quite figured it out yet. But then after that, Zothkug had another weird dream where he saw more avatar thingies trying to escape from Circles. Oh, speaking of Circles, our friend Circles died. We made a friend named Circles. Well, it wasn't his real name, but when he died, it was sad. Anyway, nobody slept well last night. Fox was murmuring something about his parents, and Owlin was murmuring something about equations and stairs, and Sothcug stayed up all night staring at the ceiling. I think Jeb slept pretty well. I'm not really sure what happens next, but I'll send another spore when I can. Farewell for now, brother. Tell Reggie to behave. Welcome to the Wing Badger Tavern, home to the most interactive adventure on the internet, where four unlikely companions go on a quest to bring magic back to the world of Uradah. Aid these noble adventurers, or hinder them, by joining us live on Mondays at 9pm Eastern over at twitch.tv wingbadgergaming. I'm Josh, your Wing Badger Game Master, and this adventure begins right now.
1: Before we wake up in the morning, last, uh, last session we had talked about how Jeb was going to spend the evening examining and studying the cipher and casting Identify on it. Did, was there anything that
0: came out of that? That's right. The cipher itself is uh, inherent of all schools of magic, all eight of them. Um, the And they seem to be concentrated within it. It's not like there's a single button on it that does a magic. It's like it's made of a magical substance. Um, but you are also able to identify that it does not on its own do anything in particular. It looks like it can be charged in some way with a spell which it could then cast but you are unable to identify exactly how. I think that's the one that like it takes the second layer of identification, right? To figure out how that works.
1: Um, So identify will kind of like tell you what kind of magic is affecting it. But also... I'm not sure how you rule it, but there are some rules for if you spend a short rest with a magic item, you just understand its properties through working with it. Sometimes it's gated behind an arcana check. (laughs) Uh,
0: So the uh, ciphers can be charged with a spell on a scroll. So you take the scroll and you Mm. slide it into the cipher. um, Like from the top, it slides in through the bezel. And then you load the cipher with wingle digits, 10 wingle digits. Um, to cast a spell and when they are loaded they and the scroll are consumed so it can only cast the spell once unless you get another scroll Um, or i suppose like you're a wizard you could copy them yourself and make your own scrolls but you need to insert a scroll per casting to get them to do the thing
1: cool yep so that's what it does and then conk, and he falls asleep (laughs) great with with, and it's like it's like on his book is just like <laughs> on his face yeah
0: and then you all wake up
2: <laughs> Wow
0: everyone except jeb wow. has had dreams okay Jeb had a really nice sleep rest
2: is this <laughs> night do we sleep in the night during the day what
1: time is it is it? <laughs> it is currently morning I presume.
3: Yeah, we got, a, we got a long rest, right?
0: Yeah, it's morning. You all got okay. a long rest. Okay, okay. cool. Uh, did and we, we
3: leveled up. we all sleep up. in the same... Yeah, we did, actually. We did all level up. Over the night, we all learned brand new skills in our separate in dreams, dreams. Yeah. that were not yes. the visions that we had. <laughs> we had we visions wanna... of us leveling up. <laughs> yeah. Do we want to briefly talk about what happens with our level up, or do we want to just like keep on moving and have that stuff kind of come up as it comes up.
0: I don't know, I feel like at least Fox at the end of the last session seemed like his world was kind of rocked by his dream. You probably are going to start by talking about that if I were guessing.
1: Yeah. Jeb walks back into the room and just starts kicking people in the feet and handing out bowls of uh, I don't know, some sort of breakfast thing that he got from the <laughs> Continental <laughs> Breakfast across the road. Bowls of meat sticks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Meat but it's like meat sticks on gyms. it's like on rice. You know like on top of it it's like a it's a hearty breakfast yeah hey <gasps> here you go it's kind of boom, <sighs> kicks them in the foot there you go and you it <sighs> like, just sets it on their belly if they're like still laying down you just sets it back oh him.
4: thanks jim
2: fox thanks, is Jen, just man. staring at the ceiling for you owe a soft... me two copper
5: um <laughs> I, I toss box. you
4: i toss you three
1: copper Okay, let me, thank you very much.
3: Let me, um, I'm sorry. Let me get my bearings real quick. Um, if I remember we're underground, correctly... We're man. No, uh, I know that. Um, if I remember correctly, Zothkug, you had a vision last night before we went to bed, correct?
4: Yeah, man. I had like three when I meditated okay. at the church.
3: Okay.
0: We were um, vibing. Good. We were
3: vibing, okay. yeah. I can't remember what, what, what happened in my dream, what didn't. There was times where I was trying to go to sleep last night, got woken up. What, you know. Um, I I don't know about the rest of you, but I, too, had a vision last night while I was sleeping.
4: What was your vision, man?
3: It, it started as a memory. Oh, let me pull up the little written description of it. Um, <laughs> it started as a memory. Of when I was in the military, um, I was with my battalion. It was an exact event that had happened to me before. We set off a large trap in in the hills on our march, and the trap wasn't the same trap that I remember. It was very similar to the magical pits that we've seen this you know throughout these tunnels. Um, except there was a staircase down to it. It was easily accessible. It wasn't, it wasn't like, it was just, it wanted me to go down. Um, But as I started to go down, I go down to the bottom, I woke up. I couldn't couldn't get close to the magic. God is telling you those pits are traps. I don't know because it was, there was a staircase down to it as well. it was interesting. I don't know. I don't know what it means yet. I think you should meditate on
2: it, man. Fox is no
0: longer in the room. <laughs> Where's Fox? He is left. Fox trying to sneak out, or is he just walking out? He just walked out. Okay, so everybody knows that Fox just wandered out of the room. Yeah. Hey,
4: hey, Fox, man, come back. We got to come up with a plan.
2: I no, yeah, like you, you come up with a plan for. This, I need. To take a walk, okay? Okay,
4: man. If you need anything, I'm here for you. Don't hold this stuff in, you know.
2: You didn't like smoke
4: something last night in the room, right? Oh man, I haven't smoked too much uh, since we've been down here. Very God. limited supply, saving it for very. You didn't like spike my meat that we no. ate, no, or. I wouldn't do that to you, man. You know I always. It was ask.
1: literally on a wooden spike, so somebody spiked your meat. But.
4: <laughs> man, you know I always ask. I wouldn't do that without your permission.
2: Oh, okay. Then yeah, I'm. I'm gonna need a second. All right, man. Just...
4: We're here for you. Don't 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 bottle these up. You know.
1: Zoth, please stop. <laughs> Don't forget to eat and uh, be back soon cuz we got to talk some business. We got to talk some shop.
2: Okay. I'm just going to sit in this common room area. I don't know if we have one. Just a hallway yeah. where the food is. Just Okay. Silent. It's a cart. Take me where the food is. Take me Um, where the food is.
0: Yeah, so you go out to the common room area. It's still pretty early in the morning. I mean, it's underground, so you can't see, like, the sky to gauge how early it is. But nobody else is up yet. Like, your group seems to have woken up first. Perhaps because Jeb, being a dirt folk, was able to, like, wake you up with the underground version of the morning. Um, so you're seated, you're quite by yourself, and then you look down to your left, and yeah, the mic in it is sitting in the chair next to you, just like quietly cross like He's not looking at you expectantly or anything, he's just, he like came out with you and is just sitting in the in the common room with you. He floats a couple spores up in case you want to talk, but he doesn't say anything, like he doesn't initiate a conversation. Yeah? Yeah?
2: You ever like have a crazy epiphany a dream,
0: I think I had dream? one last night. I had a vision. Oh, well. Yeah. In general, I, we do not dream.
2: I think I realized uh, if what I what I saw was
0: right, my parents are badass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. Um, no,
2: that's, that's, that's a good thing. Oh. Yeah.
0: It's, okay. I think I, I'm i misunderstanding a, a linguistic cue. Will you help me understand?
2: Um, so it means that, that they're just good at being adventurous. Oh, okay. And, and they, they kick butt. I see. And they don't chew bubble gum.
0: So they are bad to ass because they kick <laughs> butt. Yes. Got it.
2: There you go. That works.
0: Makes sense.
2: I don't. I don't know if it's related. I don't know what's. I don't know how to piece it together. I just need. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I. I it's all through my head, man. I'm like I just don't know what to do.
0: Hmm. Sometimes when I don't know what to do, I just follow you guys around, and it goes pretty well. Yeah,
2: I don't know if you should
0: always be doing that.
2: <laughs> we get to some uh, crazy stuff sometimes, if you haven't noticed.
0: Yeah, I think, I think I am having trouble with my words. Let me try and say another way. Um, when I feel uncomfortable, and I travel with you, it's like it is being made okay, and. Yeah and I have friends to travel with. And if you are feeling uncomfortable and want to travel with me, then I will try to help you.
2: Yeah, I think that's the most wholesome thing I've heard you say. <laughs> he has a cool dude. You know what? I'll, I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll just follow you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Should we go back? Let's, yeah, let's go back, yeah. Okay. While they're having that tender moment, back in the room,
5: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: So
0: like,
1: what are we even doing? Like, uh, like, we gotta save,
4: we gotta save the avatars,
3: man. I do believe the, the fact that I myself had a vision last night and uh, it seems as though Zothgut had, Zoth- Zothkug had many visions last night. It seems to me like we're definitely being drawn somewhere. Uh, it's not a coincidence, um, especially with the you know, apparent danger and connections we seem to be seeing between what we've been finding down here in these tunnels and the apparent um, trouble that the avatars are in.
4: I think the, the the avatars being in trouble has something to do with the magic man. Oh, I totally agree. So I say we follow the lead with this 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 guy that we were talking to
3: yesterday. I'm trying to remember uh, out of out of character, did we all talk to this person or was it just Fox and and uh,
0: Jeb? Um, Jeb. It was Fox Jeb and Alan, I think. All went oh, to I talk went there to too. Great. I think so. Cool.
1: Uh, I think it was just Fox and I because oh, okay. you were trying to sleep. Alan.
0: Yeah, I, I think believe be so. Right, actually, and then I, at a certain that. point,
3: I think at a certain point it was Alan and Zothkug in the room. Yeah, Fox and okay, you're right. Cool. Yep. Uh, so, I don't think Zothkug would know. Oh, you're right. You're right. Uh, that's right. that's that's where I was going with that is I don't know if Zothkug himself would know about that interaction. I mean, I so, wouldn't.
0: Yeah, we can assume have, that you've all shared yeah, relevant we information with each other. Okay, I wasn't sure how. Okay,
3: cool. I, and I do believe that this this man that that you talked you you two spoke or you Jeb and uh, and Fox spoke to last night must have something to do with this. I can't these Wingle these Wingle digits these coins. They they must. I mean the connections to the Bright World Company that 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 because okay, i out of character. Can we assume also that like because I believe. Jeb saw the Bright World Company logo associated with uh... Like, we know that, they're, that Bright World Company is associated with um, freaking Wingle Digits at this point, right?
0: Yeah, their logo's on the front of every Wingle Digit. Great. Perfect. Minted like a coin. <laughs>
3: um, <laughs> yes, it's uh, like and, these little things. Yeah, And yeah. the
0: Summit Banking uh, Guild is the back of okay. every Wingle Digit.
3: It can't be a coincidence that literally the two companies that we know are associated with these magical uh waterways so to speak underground are associated with these wingle digits and associated with my dream they must be associated to this whole avatar magic missing business
1: well so okay so about that um you know magic's been missing for a while but mine works you know i've i've got cole's journal here you know my grandpa's journal here and i've been you know every night we've stopped i've been flipping through this thing and studying and and, and, and figuring it out and all the you know so far it's pretty straightforward there really hasn't been any word of of anything special it's just kind of you know that I, that i need to do out of the ordinary But it, it just i too have just also been kind of working so far
4: found uh magic to be working for me as well but that's because of the plant and at this no, moment,
0: Fox and yeah, the mic and then re-enter the room.
1: I oh, do... hey
4: guys. How was your walk? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. You with too. Me.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a good time.
0: Yeah. It was pleasant. Good to hear.
3: All of this to say, I, it, both of your magics seem to be coming not necessarily from yourselves but from an outside force in one case an object in another case um some sort of very powerful plant that we suspect is being fueled by another powerful magical object i believe it's possible that whatever the the bright world company and the banking guild are doing sucked or redirected a lot of the magic out of the world, especially out of what feeds directly into magical casters. Um, however, that doesn't mean they they took all magic from every magical object. For example, something as powerful as Crescendo, or and also that was missing for such a long time. And or... It still is missing, man. Still is we missing. We didn't find it. But true. And I personally suspect that your grandfather's Blunderbuss, or you know, that, th- hey that guys, thing that I, you carry I, I around. Hey guys, I think
2: my, my parents were spies. What? <laughs> well, hold
4: on, man. What? It's I know you're a very your powerful parents. magical object, they're, probably they're, more they're powerful than, chill, than we
2: think man. it is.
5: <laughs>
2: I don't know how else to say it, man. I think my do parents think were spies. So, so you y'all have all had... vision. Visions, yeah. I had a dream. I don't know if I would call it a vision, but if it was real, my parents stole information, got tortured, got rescued, and and then and then I was born. Oh man, that's
4: that's pretty heavy. Uh, I'm gonna hug Fox.
1: I, I mean it was a dream though right because i mean i've had dreams where like my parents were burritos you know we we literally <laughs> roll up in rugs to sleep and then one day i was just oh, i was just like sleeping and it was just like oh they look like a really tasty and i ate my parents and i i woke up and i was crying and i was so and my mom came in and she was like oh jeb you know why is all the matter and i was like i'm sorry i ate you and you were delicious and i feel really <laughs> bad about it but i mean you know that doesn't mean it was true or anything and,
2: yeah, I, I I don't know. Uh, everybody had visions last night. Um, I didn't have a vision last night. True, but so did <laughs> so did yeah.
1: Did you have so. a vision last night? Yeah, like a fancy dream or something.
0: Well, I had a vision while I was vibing with uh, Zothkug in the chapel, and I saw the the smallish. What did you call them, uh, Avar? Are you talking
4: what? about the avatar?
0: Yes, avatar. The small yeah. avatar trying to climb out of the magic circle. She looked like she was in pain, and she asked us to find her.
4: Foxman, I'd encourage you if you want. Again, not not trying to force you. Just go to the temple and meditate on. It. See if you can get more. That's what I did. I got more information. Maybe you could, too.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to do that. That's fine, <laughs> man. I'm just
3: I'm trying to help you out. I, it it can't be a coincidence that three of our party... Our, our party. All of a sudden, my accent has gone very different. Party! Um, <laughs> that, that three of our party experienced some sort of dream or vision last night. It... it can't be a coincidence. I just don't know whether we should pursue the lead of the man that you two spoke to last night or directly pursue the nearest known avatar in danger. Well, all
1: I know is that you know, we've been we've been traveling for a couple of days now, you know, together. And uh i kind of got what i was looking for and i've just been kind of you know tinkering with it and figuring it out and, and whatnot i'm not you know saying I'm, I'm i'm dying to go on some life-threatening quest or, or something to to rescue the planet because my stuff just kind of works but i mean if there's you know if there's coin to be made and, and uh you know, a chance for me to ex, you know experiment with some of my my stuff here. Then I'm happy to come along. But I think I think I'll probably just let you guys lead your holy crusade, and I'm I'll just tag along if it's you know profitable.
2: Well, javelin. Nope, you go. Do you do you even know where to go
3: for this well, whole avatar we, thing? We do have some last known locations of. The avatars that uh, Zothkug saw, and I believe Zothkug also saw their surroundings, if I remember, if he described this to me correctly. Yes, I did. That is correct. Also Josh-based. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, yeah, all right, sidetracked. Um, so, I mean there are places we can go to begin investigating this avatar thing, um, however, if it's possible that where where our new friend is going coincides with one of these places, I believe that may be the perfect route to take.
2: I, I just think the person me and Jeb talked to is a much more concrete lead than than an avatar is near some grass on the this other side true. of the continent this is I true i man i'm totally for this plan
1: it's a lot better than also just like saying hey we know where a mine might be let's poke around until we find something and you know like this is somebody who's who's already been there and has
3: like uh possibly some inside information and according to your guys's uh descriptions must much less insane than our previous lead uh I mean yet to be
1: determined but so far it seems I mean (laughs) Fox and him had a really great talk about in-laws and Mm. aunts and cousins and stuff like that Um, he's a
2: family member man yeah no uh, Jeb I'll have to explain that one to you later (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah no he 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 needs our help Um, there's a lot of things going on over there something about I mean family
1: can be tough, you know. It's, it's hard to navigate those relationships <laughs> sometimes. And I appreciate you wanting to,
2: to yeah, help. Yeah, man, us I didn't know you that.
1: had family all the way down here.
0: For any of you viewers no, who I'm talking are joining about the us for guy. the first time tonight, um Fox and this lead Cry, had a conversation in Thieves Cant where the the plain text of what they were saying was something to do with like a cousin's birthday party, but they were actually saying something else and uh Jebediah was there. So he's real confused. <laughs>
2: Uh just a highlight from that previous podcast, um, my favorite <laughs> bit was an entire paragraph of Thieves Can't summed up as yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, yeah, I'm no. kinda with, with,
4: with them though. Um like follow the lead, the the strong lead we have we have now, man. Um and also Jeb, you know? There's a lot of profit to be had in fame, you know. Imagine what they'll say and what we'll get. What perks come of you know avatar saviors?
2: This is Jeb, true. Ignore that. The concrete answer. It is bound to be all sorts of crazy st- stuff around all of this. Who knows what maybe you're going to you, get to be able to sell? Maybe we'll become saying? avatars too, man. I, don't don't listen to what he's saying. That's <laughs> he's on the he's on the plan again. Okay.
3: And <laughs> technically, I don't believe you can become an avatar. I believe you're born an avatar from from birth. If that's correct.
4: Oh, man! Either you're way. chosen by the gods. The gods could choose anyone at any point in their lives. However, go the gods lamp. do
3: exist outside of time, and Whisper so and technically, you could be chosen. At you would be chosen at birth if you were ever chosen at all. Also, From, Jeb, or before birth I, could, I we'll could really have to ask the gods when we become avatars uh,
2: you've, been, you've been awesome man I could, I could really use you <laughs> coming with us Okay. Zothcug <laughs> and Allen debating skills,
3: predestination you know? is the most Zothcug and Alan <laughs> yeah. thing yeah, <laughs> awesome that skills. could happen
4: see man you know we're born and the gods may or may not know what happens I don't think they know what happens otherwise we wouldn't be in this predicament so they're not you know all
3: known perhaps so, this is part of a greater plan um but i'm gonna go to find early <laughs>
0: i'm gonna go knock on the door <laughs> okay so you go you go next door and knock on a cry's door and at first there's no reply hey uh
2: jeb what time yeah. is it roughly right now like, uh, is it that's, sunrise, or...? it's morning.
1: Like, like not early morning, but not, like, forenoon.
3: Oh,
2: okay. I'm going to knock you again. just have
1: really good internal clocks, man. Is there a
4: way to, to measure time?
3: Yeah, I think we're... I think Alan will go with, uh, by the way, is, like, by the door also waiting. I I was, like I was that was in
1: game two, Jeb. From up. Yeah, it's just by the way. good circadian rhythms. Was, I like the you know.
0: headcanon that morning to the dirt people goes as late as four PM. Like that's just a late <laughs> morning.
1: <laughs> no no no. Hold on, hold on DM. And Jeb looks up at the at the dirt ceiling and says, <laughs> No, there's 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 early morning, there's morning, there's forenoon, F O R E, and uh, then there's noon and then there's afternoon Then there's evening and then the hours of the night. First, second, third watch.
3: Jude and Revelations. In <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is Jude in Revelations? Is that what they call like Twilight and dusk? <laughs> um, okay, so you knock on the door again, and this time you hear like a muffled like. I'm, I'm coming, hang on. And, and you hear some like shuffling around, and you know some like falling. rustling. Get some food real quick. So we can give him the, something. The door Wait, finally creaks get open. Some food.
3: I ate all my food. I'm a large man.
0: (laughs) The door swings open and a bleary-eyed cry looks out at the two of you having this conversation. Morning. What? Uh, Oh, hey, there's more of you than I remember.
2: Yes. um, These are my friends uh, who are going to the birthday party with me. Hey, Uh,
4: man. I'm excited for parties. I'm great at parties. Um,
2: this is, I'm Cook, Zoth I do believe he's well.
3: already explained to us the code. I don't know if we. Owlin, is it your a
1: birthday? Needed? Are you turning
3: twenty-one this month? <laughs> no, I. This is Owlin. Hello, I. I am Hi, Owlin. Alan. This hey. is a cry, cry, Owlin. Hey, nice to meet you. The, uh. the gray
2: one over there is Zoth. Hey, I'm not usually gray.
0: Okay. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that, but
2: pleasure to meet you. And and you already met Jeb. I yeah, did. This is yeah, and
0: Zap right. holds up yeah. <laughs> it's just like figure out like Simba. Yeah. Uh the okay.
2: circle of mushrooms.
1: Oh, poor circles. Rest
0: in peace. <laughs> uh hi so, uh, small plant your plant is named Yeah
1: Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, anyway, yes, yes, Jeb.
1: So, um, Fox tells me that uh, that we had a conversation the other day. That was not the conversation that we had, and that you might be able to help us. We might be able to help you.
2: I'm gonna
0: look around real quick. Are we alone in the hallway? <laughs> you're alone in the hallway. Yeah.
1: Um, that you might be a well, cry for help.
0: <laughs> Let me roll the tension pool and find out I if you're alone for in the hallway. No, not the tension pool. Oh, so just as you look around, you see the sheriff like poke his head out of the little corner office. And he sees you all standing outside his door, and you can see him like quickly like buttoning on his badge and whatever. He comes hustling <laughs> over to you, and his little dirt, you know, little mole folk waddle hustles over to you, and like, right, excuse me, are these gentlemen giving you trouble? What what seems to be going on here, gentlemen? I must ask you to leave our guest alone. It's it's morning.
2: I- yes, hey man, we we're, we're scheduling breakfast. the birthday party. We're offering breakfast. We have to work out birthday party invitations. Do you this want is a card, man?
0: Business. I'd, uh, roll persuasion. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. Uh, that's a three on the die. My persuasion is plus two, so total of five.
5: Okay,
0: you were rolling to help. You didn't. And I got
2: fox. a, uh,
0: ten. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> you were... I guess you were technically bringing him breakfast, so that's at least there's a little nugget of truth in there. The, um, Although
3: I think the head or the canon is that Alan maybe ate the breakfast before <laughs> it got to
0: him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see any food in your hands.
3: Well, there was a, a misunderstanding as to who the breakfast was for. A miscommunication on the way. Ignoring you, uh, the sheriff turns boy. to
0: a cry, uh, Mister uh Do you need me to escort these gentlemen away? He goes, No, no, it's. It, it's fine they they meant well uh i think the tall one the the tall one with color i think that he <coughs> ate all the food before they got here but it was a misunderstanding it's okay uh i'm just going we're we're trying to move past our earlier difficulties and and we'll be we'll be all right Yes. The sheriff goes. All all right. Well, I'll be just down the hall if you need me. Just just give a call. I'm I'm all badged up now. I'm ready for my day. Need like wobble uh, uh, back sheriff, away. Real back quick.
4: To, uh, yes. Do you know any good uh, uh, bakers or cake makers?
0: Uh, we're no, we're in the middle of the highway tunnels, and this is a way station because there are no towns Zoth nearby. We'll find a cake <laughs> along the way. <laughs> Hey man, just asking the locals,
4: you know, see nudge, see what they know. Nudge. Sure, <laughs> just like shakes
0: his head and walks away. He cries. What says, kind anyway, of frosting come, is going to go on the cake. We don't we don't need any more interruptions. and yeah, so he like lets you into his everybody room. Everybody go in. Everybody go in. It's just like your room. So there's four beds, even though A Cry is only occupying one of them. It's a single room, um, you know, sparsely furnished. That's, I mean, generic motel stuff
2: as
1: it bee Jeb sits down on the bed and and looks Akrai directly in the eye and says so what kind of frosting on the cake <laughs> and he looks to Fox and he's like am I doing this right the cry,
0: the cry looks at Fox and looks back at Jebediah and goes I mean if you have to use the restroom you can just go back out into the hall and do it. Like, you don't, you know, there's a public restroom right at the end of the hall there you don't need to tell me about it
2: We'll we'll work on this later jeb okay well i'll i'll teach you about the birthdays okay so so zoth is like oh i get it so
4: what flavor of cake do you like
5: cry <laughs> turns it's to very <laughs> I much mean,
0: who are these people like do you actually know them i <laughs> Jeff leaves to go to the bathroom.
5: They don't <laughs> They're not. I'm sorry.
2: I don't usually bring them along <laughs> for these conversations.
0: Okay, well uh. let's let's forego Thieves Cant for the moment and just speak <laughs> with our words, he says to the group at large. How Please. how how would that be for everyone if we just used our words? That That is what I
3: have been saying since this whole thing got started, yes. Okay. Uh, Matt, out of game quick, would you have told me
4: or taught me anything about Thieves' Cant? Hell no. no. Absolutely not. (laughs) Rogues
0: guard Thieves' Cant the way that, like, orders guard their holy texts. How am I
2: supposed to talk behind your back?
4: Yeah, I, I was just making like seeing if if, if that was a thing that ever He's came. He's been
0: up. insulting you and thieves can't to your face ever since you met him. <laughs> yeah, hell <laughs> no, that's exactly right. <laughs> uh, okay, so Akrai says, "All right, so here's here's the deal. I was hired uh, as as a smuggler to take texts from one from Central Uradah to somewhere in Western Uradah, Northwestern Uradah." And I got a little suspicious and kind of inspected the merchandise to see what I was carrying because I needed to know if I were, you know, interrupted by like a city watch or whatever. I needed to know how to talk my way out of what was happening. And it turned out that I was carrying a whole bunch of magical texts. They were, I mean, I couldn't make heads or tails of them other than the titles, which is the only way I could tell that they were magical. But they were all these, like, archival tomes of spells, and they had, you know, names of, like, famous wizards and, and witches and stuff on them that I had, you know, heard of, at least in passing, and could not tell you now because uh, the DM didn't write those names in yet. And, um, and, and I. I got suspicious of where all these texts were coming from because I thought surely there must be some library somewhere where these belong. So sure enough, I tailed my contact one time to see where they were coming from and he was at this, this rubble of a building that uh, it had on the side of it, it said Eos Lore Foundation and mm. it had crumbled into the ground. Uh, big old wreckage, big ruin people were, you know, kind of climbing over and piling through it and pulling out these things and I tried to get in a little bit closer and that's when, that's when I really saw weird stuff happening. There were weird like, uh, I, don't, I don't know if they were fighting or sparring or whatever, but there were like these, these people were like casting spells and then there was this dragon who was casting spells back and it was a whole thing. Um, so I, you know, I noped out of there. I wasn't gonna stick around. I don't, I'm a smuggler. I'm not looking for any kind of trouble. I just wanted to understand the merchandise better. And then a few weeks later, after my last delivery, uh, the, the magic vanished from the world. And I, I just know that it had something to do with all of it. So I went to the other end of my smuggling route and I tried to go back to that building and find the texts and the building was gone. There was, you know, there was a, a plain uh, sort of abandoned city building where I was supposed to drop off the texts and then I assumed someone else would pick them up. And not only was the building wiped, it was gone. There was just no building there anymore. And I have no idea what to make of that information. Um, so I, I dug around a little bit in the city trying to find you know, any lead, and I couldn't find anything. Uh, people I asked trying to you know, sniff out a little bit of where it, where it might have gone, or you know, was there demolition on that block or, or anything like that. Nobody even seemed to remember anything about a building having been there. It was it was some of the strangest stuff I've ever seen. What so city was I, this again? This was. Oh wait, I can answer this question.
2: Pop quiz?
0: Yeah, really. <laughs> you just like threw me for a loop. I don't know why I didn't expect you to ask this question. Um, it was one of those cities where all the where the the weird the like purple people with the horns. And the ah, you know yes, the real the creepy the demon looking people no they were they were demon looking you know have you ever no, met yet. those the the demon looking uh, tieflings
3: tieflings is what you're referring yeah, to yeah
0: Ty- typhings, that's what they called them Typhings, I, yeah I've, I you know I, I'm not I'm not racist some of my best friends were tieflings growing up but <laughs> I, uh, um, um but it was it was in one of their cities you know up in the northwest there where they live <laughs> hmm sure
3: uh can actually can I roll insight yeah go ahead. Uh ten.
0: Uh you no, you don't I mean you don't know anything in particular about them with a ten. Um because you wouldn't have been okay. up there. That's like the That's far true. end of the continent.
3: I would be a little bit suspicious just in general of the fact that he didn't remember the name of the city, but it sounds Heshala. like that may be just a DM. He remembers question. that it's Heshala.
0: Okay. It's called okay. Hishala, <laughs> which I remember perfectly. And have always okay. remembered.
4: Okay. Oh, of Seems <laughs> legit, man.
0: And the city that I was uh, getting my materials from was uh, was Badir, up in the uh, the, the Udril Kingdom. You know the, the Hill Dwarves up in the north, and you do know about mm. the Udral Kingdom, the, yeah. the Hill Dwarves up north, because um, they're in Central Uruada. So
3: I, I do know of, of of there, yes. Um, and you, you said this was only weeks before the magic disappeared, correct?
0: Yeah, just just I mean, yeah, just a couple weeks before it all went away. My last delivery, and then poof.
3: Are you, have you continued smuggling since then? Is there, where are you go headed now?
0: I'm, no, right now I'm, I'm between jobs, as we say in the business. Hmm. I, once, once that, once I couldn't find that building, I knew I had, I had stumbled onto something really spooky and I'm trying to lay low for, for a couple months. And you know, I'm in a totally different part of the region here. I didn't even expect to meet someone who understood what was happening. Um, so I'm just like, I'm laying low. I'm down here in, in southwestern Urudah for a while, but all of my contacts are in central Uruda, So I'm, I'm not even working at the moment. I'm just kind of chilling, trying to keep my head, you know, out of the fire, as it were. And then when, when you folks stumbled along and you, you recognized the writ of employment that I got, as this was part of my cover when I was smuggling, and when you recognized it, I, I thought, well, maybe I might be able to get some answers about it. Uh, but anyway, so so, what's your connection to this thing? You know what 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 do you understand? Do you want
4: Jeb the long version the room. or the short version?
1: <laughs> Jeb uh, walks back into the room and says, "The bathroom was occupied."
0: <laughs> uh, roll sits down. roll a percentile die. If you roll between ninety and hundred, you get to pick what you said in thieves can't because you did it right. And if not. Then chat gets to decide what you said. Ha. <laughs> so chat, chat, if you ahead, want to put it, yeah, put it in the chat now. What he said, and then we'll see if his role. Seventy-seven. Okay, so yep, chat. Chat chooses your what you've just said in thieves can't. Um, it's gonna be great. Yeah.
5: <laughs> or continue or with we'll the just,
0: scene while chat figures yeah, that out. Yeah, or we'll just sit here wait. Yeah, you just get ignored. They just <laughs> ignore you. Um, chat, tell us what he said. So yeah continuing on with the scene. so um we'll just say you told him the story you don't have to retell it all you don't want (laughs) to go
4: tune into our 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 world building (laughs) session on youtube and then go listen to the
3: (laughs) the podcast and then come back and we just give him the podcast recommendation and like sit while he listens
2: are you doing are you doing drugs again i don't know what this
0: youtube is what's a podcast
3: Hey man, uh, it's this new
4: and upcoming uh, revolutionary idea I've had. It's it's too big brain for this world. We don't have the tech for it.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I mean we have something called podcasting. It's like a uh, <clears throat> it's one of those festival sports where you where we grow these really big beans that kind of hang down from the uh, from the ceiling. We kind of grow them, and we like throw them really far, and like whoever throws it the farthest wins.
0: I think I've witnessed that festival once. Says a cry.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty great. It's pretty
0: great. Um, so what, what are you planning to do? I mean, are you, are you gonna try like? So you think that they, they took magic away? Are you trying to like get it back? Are you what, what, what is, what are you actually doing?
3: I, well, right I now, believe we're... our goal is to get bring magic back into the world, and also, if Zothkug's vision is to be believed, it save, is. well that's uh, we're operating under the assumption that it is uh it's in science you see it's it's best to specify exactly uh what you mean uh, anyway um (laughs) yes uh just to free the avatars as well which is in my opinion likely very very closely tied to the lack of magic in the world
2: right now A, a cry i'm gonna be honest that's that's a stretch all right we're, we're just trying to solve this one step at a time. So, I had the visions, man. And it was this. <laughs> All the avatars of the gods
4: had been trapped. No, we, like, already, we did already I'm just explain that to just gonna let this us. speak for itself. <laughs> Kelnor told me, man. It's Kelnor reaching out to me asking us to help him. We're chosen. Still letting this speak for itself. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> So, I think the main objective is to save the god, or the avatars, of the gods, and then, in doing so, magic will come back. Because they're avatars, man. They can do a whole bunch of stuff. They're super powerful.
0: But if the avatars are trapped, then, like, who's to say that they wouldn't just get trapped again?
2: Uh, We'd be there to help them. Ah, yes. We, the all-powerful, <laughs> will, will help an avatar of a god. Hey, Foxman, they're asking for our
4: help, so obviously we have the power to do so.
3: I do not believe it is entirely out of the realm of possibility that the gods themselves are tasking us with this mission and will be aiding us in our quest. However, I do do tend I I see both sides as far as Fox's tendency to want to take this small scale first and perhaps follow up with uh, this man's contacts in Central Uradah and see if we can f- find the mystery from there. Yeah, man. One clue it is maybe
2: time. we should focus on what's in front of us, which Such is I believe um, DM correct me if I'm wrong but I thought we had a map at some point that pointed to a location we haven't been to yet
0: that's true
3: What was the? what, what is that location again?
0: Uh, it was just it in, the in the tunnels like it, it's not labeled or anything it's just got a big mm. red circle around it
2: ah and I believe that's a lot closer than central Uralda uh, or, or you know the other side of the continent is the, the way we need lanes. to go
4: uh the same direction as the red circle?
0: I I guess it depends on where you're going. The circle is towards Tumbleweb, so it's west of you. Let me pull the map back up. I can show the stream here. Oh, okay. Perfect. Um, So Tumbleweb is that thing nestled in the mountains to the west of you. So... Okay. um, It is probably halfway between where you are and Tumbleweb. So that's maybe... Sixty miles away versus you know central Uradah is maybe three to four hundred miles away before you reach central Uradah and that's just the edge of it.
3: So it's on the way, man. Well, not technically. Um, It's on the way. I do believe it may be best to travel westward, investigate this map, then. Expedite our travel east to central Uradah, uh, perhaps through usage of a boat through the riverway or some sort of faster overland travel. And uh, from there, perhaps follow up with leads in central Urda regarding this man's contacts uh, and see where that takes us. May, perhaps that will take us in the direction of where the last known location of an avatar is or if all else fails we can start heading that way i don't know what 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 do you think can
0: you can you write down for me what the places looked like where the avatars were mr Orcman? yeah man i got you because what i could do is if you're gonna go west why don't i go back to uh, Udral, back to the Dwarven Kingdom and see if I can find anything out or talk to some of my contacts. I mean, Udral's a pretty major uh, shipping port. So from there, there are smugglers who are going all over Uradah. And, you know, maybe some of them have come across regions that look like this where maybe I can, you know, I can find some of those leads for you and then we could meet up in a little bit uh, when you get to Udral.
2: If we were to contact you by letter or message out what should we address it to
0: Hmm. I don't often keep myself somewhere that a letter would find me let me I figure that uh, if, if you if have like send, the
4: homing pigeon
0: if you send the letter with scale and sons the uh, scribe company which you guys are familiar with scale and sons because there was a scale and sons in red hill uh, okay. If you if you send the letter through Scale and Sons and you tell them it's for a cry, they have uh, people who know how to find me.
2: That's exactly what I was looking for. Thank you.
0: Yep.
4: All right, man. And I'm going to sit down and, and tell them.
0: Uh, Great. So you write down location. the, the locations that you saw and he takes that writing. He goes, well, I guess the day's not getting any younger. Uh, what, what time would you say it is? Is it forenoon yet? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Nah, it's getting close to noon
0: Alright, yeah, I better I better be on my way then I'll go and, uh, I'll try and uh, alleviate some of the sheriff's suspicion of you folks before I leave here uh, after that whole misunderstanding with you, uh pickpocketing yes. me <laughs> and He stands up uh, gives you a quick, like sort of, um, cursory bow and then heads out of the room to go talk to the sheriff Foxman, you got caught
2: again I didn't get caught what part of that made you think I got caught?
4: He said you pickpocketed him.
2: Yeah, because I told him I did. <laughs> sure, man, sure.
0: Yeah, the mic and it climbs up and pats you on the shoulder. <laughs>
2: OK. All right, you know, yeah, all right. Where's this, where's this circle? Where's the red? Where are we going? <laughs>
0: Is that the plan? Are you guys heading out for the I think so. Yeah, that circle area. Lead the way, chap, well, man. <clears throat>
1: do you guys we think we it'd be easier to first. get there? I mean, we're at a we're at a way station. Do you guys think it'd be easier to get there uh, if we go up on the surface?
3: It may be less perilous. Is there? Is it, yeah? Do we know that the place we're headed to is underground, or above ground?
2: I thought it was marked in a map at
0: tunnels. It right? was on a map of the tunnels, but no, it's mm. not technically written like whether it's above or below ground.
3: Is is there any underground access accessible around it that it's like okay we could travel like? Is there a way where we could like travel faster above ground than like get to an underground access point and get to the red circle?
0: Uh, not marked on that map. Um, mm. Jeb you do not remember any entrances because it's in the middle of one of the highways and the long mm. stretches of highway generally like that's why there are way stations is because there's not access from the top to get to like a local village or whatever
1: oh yeah I was thinking I, that since it was a way station it might have like an access to the above ground but not, my, my bad my bad I guess it's not not going on on this one probably best just to stick to the caves then
3: I do personally prefer above ground travel. However, it seems as though this may be our our transportation of choice at the moment. Uh the we could probably probing? try to
1: flag somebody down with a cart and see if we can uh, you know, see if they can yeah, know, get pa- passage now, from somebody. Have winged I mean, did will
3: travel, you know what they say? I have gold too. I don't think they say that. Well, I was I'm, you know, the, the, the Wingle no, digits salesman. Sure, I wish that they do say that.
2: What what were
1: you trying to What were you trying to say about that? I don't, I don't understand that moniker.
3: I I simply was taking an old saying, applying it to a new thing. Uh, I somewhat ironically, because I do believe these Winkle digits may bring about the end of the world. However,
0: we will see. Uh, excuse me, hmm. sir. Just as oh, say how so did you somebody to get into point, our room bring about the end of the world you see standing at the open door that a left through there are two like housekeeping staff like with their cleaning materials like to clean the room uh, is is this are we at the wrong room or are you in the wrong room
4: Oh we're in the wrong room we're so sorry. We were just leaving
0: Okay and they step aside for you We don't You leave. by chance wouldn't <laughs> happen to know
4: where we could acquire a cart or rent a cart
0: uh, no, I'm afraid we wouldn't. We mostly stay here. But as you say that to them, uh, down the hallway from you, you hear a couple people go. Someone looking for a convoy to travel with. You turn. Yeah, we're looking for a convoy. Up in the common room, there are four. They look kind of like standard, like mercenary guards. They're kind of you know big burly dudes who are carrying like quarterstaffs and and um, pikes and stuff like that. But they're they're all kind of like coming out of their room with their packs on for travel for the day. We're about to head back to our caravan. If you want to come join us, heading north to uh, Hishala.
4: Uh, we need to head west, man.
0: Hmm. We might be able. How far west? We might be able to get them to steer a little west for you if you throw some coin in it. Yo, uh,
4: pass me the map.
0: Yeah, here they, you go. They take a look at the map and go, "That's not too far off our route. We could we can probably do that." Alan, roll an insight check.
3: Okay. Better than last time. 19.
0: Okay, you recognize uh, two of the four guys as dudes who were in the army with you. Like, they were in your battalion.
3: Who... Dude, I were they. You can name I, them
0: if you want to. Yeah, okay. you friends with and Was I them. friends with them? Okay, yeah. if you want me to name them, I'll name them. But you you can name them if you like because they're in your in your okay. in your history there.
3: Okay. Uh, Marcus, friendly. Do do my eyes
0: deceive me? Oh my goodness, is that Alan? Alan, it, what are you doing, man? Uh, How the well, heck you been? I've been around.
3: Been you know <laughs> doing
0: things. One it's- of them steps over plants his pike in the ground and gives Alan like a big old thwap on the shoulder like a you know good to see you my guy but you can see as he does that like the muscles in his back contracting like he's clearly another barbarian like you mm-hmm. know ah oh, good to see you my man like yeah how you doing have a drink and he like hands you a drink you guys with Alan they like point to the group hey everybody have a drink drinks on us and they like hand uh, around some okay. drinks and stuff Stop. hey don't worry about the coin man we'll, we'll get yeah, him to box. steer we'll get him to steer west for you much appreciated. Friends? Thank you very much. I yeah. Think so, so. Where, you, so where you been since uh, since you know since we went to the Ow. city and all that?
3: Well, uh, I decided to make a slight career change. I don't know. I guess um, they knew each other before we entered I've been entered researching this game. around the world, attempting to find the source of this magic drought that we're yeah, in but uh, look at him what have you been up to it seems as though you're transporting a
5: caravan look
0: at us uh yeah well me and marcus you know we uh look at you work was a little Speak thin once yourself. there wasn't a war me, so we kind of went do into the, the mercenary business me marcus and a couple of the other guys uh from you know when our battalion got split and you guys went south and we kind of went north yes. so us and a couple of those guys uh just kind of founded our own little mercenary band uh, we're, we're just, you know, we're, we're the blue escorts. You know, we escort, we escort caravans. That's what we do. And, uh, you can always tell because we got the blue ribbon on our left arms and he shows you and his left arm has a blue ribbon tied around it. And, it's good uh, branding yeah, it's great. It's <laughs> easy. Simple to remember. Blue ribbon, blue escort. It's what we do. We Very escort nice. things. Yeah. Well, anyway, let's get back to the let's get back to the caravan. You're not going to believe this, but Jeffries is also part of the company and he's back of at the course. caravan. He's going to be so excited to see you if he's not drunk and you know and they just start kind of, you know, yeah. pleasant, like small talking with you and whatever. Yeah. reminiscing about the good old days as it were. For sure. Um so you get back to the caravan. It is a three-cart caravan being pulled by mules through the highway tunnels of you know, various goods. They're all kind of packaged and boxed up, so you can't really see what there is. And then there's a fourth cart for people. So you all are, you kind of climb into that fourth cart and you're in there with a handful of other like strange people you've not met before. And then Alan, um, they offer you like, "Hey, you want to come out and like hang out with the guys, whatever." So I, I don't know if you do that or not, but you can. Go yeah, I'll go. With... I'll go catch up with yeah. catch up with the guys. So you go and walk out with them. The rest of you are kind of sitting in the caravan. Are any of you doing anything with the time before I roll the tension pool to see if anything happens on your way mm-hmm. to it's awful I'm...
4: We'll check in with yeah, like, hey, hey, man, you you got any questions? You understand everything that's going on here?
0: I I believe so. So what is happening is owlin has friends and they are taking us uh with them because they like owlin yes that is correct great
4: and generally Um, if like like, like, we're friends with alan so they're cool we're cool with them they're cool with us because of alan so like if we're all friends with alan we're all friends with each other man.
0: interesting so friendship is is like a transferable property like a vine
4: Kind of. Like, I wouldn't say, like, ah, we could just meet... Like, now like if they saw us without Alan, they wouldn't just be like, hey, man, what's up? You know, we just saw him one time. But, like, with Alan, you know, we sort of get lumped in.
0: Is this how it works in all civilizations? He turns to Jeb. Jeb, is it like this for you also?
1: Ah, yeah, we're pretty... We're pretty homely. Uh, Even if you meet somebody one time, we can be pretty chummy. It's more like, uh, by default... My 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 kin tend to uh, tend to think you're pretty great until you give them a reason otherwise.
0: Interesting. Yep.
2: Yeah, don't listen to these people, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there are times in in your life when you become very uh, connected, that you're gonna find groups of people that you're friends with are not gonna become good friends of other people that you're friends with. So that was a really complicated
1: I'm not sentence. sure I'm I not sure if I
0: followed what you just that. Said. yeah i, I think I am lost
4: what what Fox is saying is that just because your friend is friends with someone doesn't mean you'll become friends with that other someone
0: oh. yes why not that...
2: hmm you whole, Brazilian... boys I'll let you answer it <laughs> And let's so say, goes
0: your conversation. Oh, you can you can keep going if you want.
2: I'm just. I was gonna do an analogy about shapes. You like, <laughs> let's say you're a square and you like other four sided shapes. And then there's you have a friend who happens to be a four sided shape who just makes friends with all shapes. And he's friends with triangles, but triangles you can't be friends with triangles. So, you know, you're friends with 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 the in between, but. You and triangle aren't going to be friends cuz he doesn't have four sides. He only has 3. Is
0: that why? How he... does circles fit into this? I was just about to ask about circles.
2: <laughs> that's no, you're, you're over that's it's just an analogy. Don't read see, too deep into the shapes. See, uh, I think <clears throat> is it hip to
4: I be square? What Fox is saying, man. <laughs> but it's really about the energy that you give off. If you give off friendly energy, people are more inclined to be your friends. If you don't give off friendly energy, people won't be your friends as easily.
0: How do you give off friendly energy?
4: Just vibe, man. You know, good vibes.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So
1: one of these days you and I are going to have to talk about vibes because it feels (laughs) like whenever something is negative, you're like, but it's just vibes. And then if something's good, you're like, but it's just, it's just vibes, man. Yeah, man. There are good vibes. There are bad vibes. But it's t- like you 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 have one answer for everything.
2: Yeah, you should have a healthy amount of like stranger danger. Okay, like if you don't know somebody, Whoa. they may be nice. Whoa. That doesn't mean you should trust them. Okay.
1: My okay. my aunts were all about stranger danger back home, and that's been proven to be a myth. Um, <laughs> so just just throwing that out there for the well, for the Yaz yes in the audience.
4: See, vibe is a hard term, you guys. It's like just the general energy in in the room. You know, you ever walk into a room and be like, "Oh man, this sucks." And, or walk into a room and be like, "This is amazing."
1: Yeah, I actually did go into the bathroom and I just turned around and left cuz it was a very terrible vibe in there. I apologize. I lied about it being occupied. Um, but
4: That's okay. Man. Bad vibes are bad vibes.
1: You know, well, but like sense. like that uh, well, like, we would call those smells. So, are you just <laughs> saying like uh, is like is like a vibe, like a smell?
4: Uh, no, it's more than that. At it's, that it's... moment,
0: your conversation is interrupted by a flurry of things happening all at once. Oh, First, Alan no. outside with the guards. You feel a tremor run through the ground, and the guards go, "Ah, oh, not again!" Hold up, hold up. Uh, there's there's some there's some earth shaking happening. Uh, In the carts, the carts begin to shake, so all around you, you know, like the the stuff is kind of rattling and moving, and some of the other travelers look a little uneasy. Jeb, you're not particularly concerned. There's tectonic movement from time to time. It's usually not a big deal, although occasionally if it gets really bad, it'll, and then a huge like chunk of the ceiling falls down, and all of you can roll dexterity saves. Uh, Those of you in the cart, roll them with disadvantage, please.
2: And this is when we found out advantage that Josh on the ended the campaign of... completely. <laughs> Josh
4: And yes. rocks fell on our heads. I understand the disadvantage, but I still hate you for it because I got a natural twenty on the first
0: Ah nuts, man. Wait,
4: there's but, a wait, we're at disadvantage, is that what you said? Oh only those
0: three. The people in the cart ah, are at disadvantage. Because uh, jumping out of a cart's hard. But As I a, got
4: a uh, nineteen total and if this ruins my my check, I would like to protect. Yeah, like cover him up and
3: shield him.
0: Uh, that's fine. You are already at disadvantage, so we'll just keep that.
3: Okay. One of my uh skills is that I have advantage on dex saving throws as long as I'm not like blind or deaf or incapacitated. Yeah, so
0: so really just rub in your privilege over these three here. However, I have a advantage.
3: minus two modifier to it, so I still only got an eight. Oof. I got an eighteen.
2: I got a confirmed nat 1.
0: Oh, oh no. no. Okay. Um so the what what originally appears to have been like a big chunk of the ceiling falling in is actually broken apart into several like larger dirt chunks and with dirt it's usually this way it's not like stone where it's all tied together. So Jeb, you're not even a little bit surprised by this. And as it's falling down, you're just kind of like, I think it's gonna break in these spots based on how big it is. And you dive into one of those safe spaces. You find yourself laying on the ground next to Alan, um, But Alan, you're just a little longer. And so like it, a little bit of it falls on your legs and you take four points of damage as like some dirt kind of lands on your legs and you are temporarily pinned. You could move it yourself with a strength check, but it, you know, you're kind of pinned down by that. Um, okay. Zothkug, you are able not only to get to safety, but to also get yeah, mike into safety by, you grab yeah and then dive against a wall. So you're like flat against the wall, like Kronk in the Emperor's new groove. And you're holding Yeah just like the bag with the Emperor in it, like next <laughs> to you against the wall. Um, several of the guards are against the wall next to you because this is usually what they do in uh, an earthquake circumstance. And when they see you holding the small plant creature, they also kind of like reach over and try to help shield him because he's, you know, weaker and more frail. Um, that brings us to Fox. Fox, yeah. uh, you try to make it out, but you don't make it out of the cart before it crumbles. One of the other, like, passengers dives out, and on their way out, they accidentally, like, kick you in the face and it totally throws oh, no. off your jump and so the, the ceiling lands on the cart, which crushes inwards, and so you get like structure of the cart lands on you as well. You take 11 points of damage as the like ceiling of the cart just like crumbles down upon you. Uh, you also, um, your thieves tools are crushed in the impact. No. So you are currently without thieves tools. Okay, that was a five, per, like five percent or lower on a percentile die for the the thieves' tools to get wrecked, and it rolled a four. So, Dang. yeah. Uh, so that's that's what happened. In the aftermath, you can hear the guards are like sort of doing a routine call to each other to make sure everyone's okay and alive, and then they immediately go to the carts and start trying to like dig out the product. They do not realize that anyone is left in the person cart.
4: Uh, do I, I see like- Fox get trapped or hit?
0: You did not see him get out of the cart when okay. you jumped out.
4: I'm going to run and look for Fox, then.
0: Okay, yeah. You rush over uh, to the cart. Fox!
4: Fox, man! Where are you? Dig- mm-hmm. I'm going to try and dig dig towards him or move That's Rubble away. To- oh, um. You're a seven-and-a-half-foot
0: orc. You don't, you don't need to <laughs> roll to dig through broken Rubble. Okay. Um, yeah, and Jebediah is a burrower, and I'm assuming Alan. I think you were gonna say you were helping too, right?
5: Oh, I
3: was gonna well, say I only rolled pinned. a nine on that strength check to get the dirt off of me. But, but yeah, I assume so I have a... friends. Yeah, maybe? so
0: you're you're still pinned under the dirt for the moment, but eventually, once they've gotten the carts, they see you like kind of trapped okay. under there, and your friends come over and like pull you out. Um, in the meantime, Zoth and Jebediah are able to like cavern into where Fox is. He's kind of crushed underneath of some structural support. It's going to take a strength check to lift it off of him.
4: I will uh, do my best. I am not very strong.
0: Um, that is a thirteen. Box, you may roll an acrobatics check to try and like kind of you know slide out if they're only able to move it a little bit.
2: I got a 13 on my strength. Heard 13 for acrobatics as well.
0: All right. Between the two of you, you're able to kind of like scoot. It's not pretty, and he like scrapes up his legs a little bit, but you're able to get him out of there at the same time as Alan is, is dug out by his friends, and they kind of help you up. They go, uh, you know, are, are you are you guys all right? Is, is everybody okay? I'm going to uh,
4: do a medicine check on Fox.
0: Yeah, quick question.
2: I just took two-thirds of my health at once by being crushed. Oof. should I have like worry about any particular injuries
0: like a lasting injury yeah Um. That's... you asked about it so let's roll and see <laughs> uh, I got a
4: 9 on my medicine
0: Okay.
2: it's like teacher you forgot about the homework <laughs> that's exactly
0: uh, what you just did uh, dang. wash pick a number between 30 and 50 between 30 and 50 yeah Forty two. Forty two. If it's it. below a forty two, then Wash is or not Wash, then Fox is injured. It's an eighty seven, no permanent injury. Your your roguish ways, you're used to diving and bumping and rolling and whatnot, so it, it works out that you're kind of alright.
2: Good to know that I did my homework after you're gonna use, reminding the teacher.
0: Yeah, your assessment of him is that he's not great. Zothco. I'm going to
4: use use a uh, magic moss leaf. Okay. And Make sure you subtract cure-
0: one from the number.
4: Yep. I will. Okay. And I will use uh, cure wounds at first level.
0: Great. Uh, tell Matt what he gets. <laughs> I will. Tell Matt what he gets. Do I get a a, a, a pliant? All right.
2: I get a balloon. You
3: better say thank you because thank you is important. Oh, max roll, heck yeah!
2: Do I uh, get that's a lollipop? Eight plus five.
0: You get all those points back, buddy.
2: Eight plus five. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. The that's entire
0: 11. the entire party of guards freeze when they see this happen. Did you just cast a spell? Yeah, man, I did. How did you do that? So this plant Who? stores. What your okay? Your plant is casting spells. What it's it's it Whoa, stores... whoa, whoa!
1: This is a this is a trade secret among our adventuring party. Uh, we are not at liberty to divulge company secrets. Uh, if you would like to inquire about this in a non-disclosed location, we may be able to work out some sort of arrangement. Uh, I spring but... up
2: now that I'm healed and follow up behind Jeb. Yeah. Um, as he's saying uh, uh, Zoth shut up <laughs> hey, as he's mean,
4: saying Zoth shut up <laughs> they're Alan's friends man they, we can trust them
3: Alan, Alan says we just had I, this talk about friends I will, I, I, I will discuss what needs to be discussed uh, and Alan uh, like will take maybe like the, his closer friends aside and yeah. essentially be like, like
0: what are you into man you, you got to sign NDAs for this stuff? <laughs> uh,
3: not necessarily. Um, we are uh, attempting to find the source of the magic disappearance, as I said before, and we have made some progress. In fact, um, we think we've discovered a plant that has been touched by, I don't know if you know of, uh, Crescendo, the magical item. Uh and that seems to still have some magic left in it, uh, and and you know, we're we're on we're we're attempting to investigate more on where the magic could be coming from. But
0: the, yeah. your two friends look at each other. Was it Marcus and and Friendly? Is that what their name? Yeah, yeah. Fr- yeah,
3: Friendly like F R E N L Y. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Marcus and Friendly. They they like lock eyes with each other and then kind of look back at you and they're like, "That's crazy, man." some crazy stuff.
3: It definitely is and it all happened very quickly Um, it was kind of a lot of searching and searching and searching and researching and (laughs) researching and researching for you know a year and a half.
0: Do you have any ideas about like where the magic went like is it is it a is it in a place like what
3: we don't know we don't know but we're looking for it that's all that's what that's what we're doing right now.
0: Crazy. Weird
5: man.
3: Have I asked them what they're transporting? By the way, like, what's this caravan uh, taking? Uh, you
0: have now. Uh, okay. They're, <laughs> they're taking. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're just uh, we're moving some stuff from you know you know Stonefield down to the south. That weird mm-hmm. like field of of stone obelisks and stuff. Well, the people yeah. in Boulder Mount next to it have started kind of mining that area for ore because they, they've been discovering that there are some precious metals under those stones, and mm-hmm. our caravan is transporting that stuff up to Heshala to be refined. I see. Say what you want about the tieflings. They are excellent metalsmiths.
3: They, uh, I mean, I guess, no, they didn't get stationed. They didn't stay in the city, correct? They didn't stay in the city after?
0: No, they were sent north from the city.
3: Got it. Okay, that, that makes sense. Uh, I, I will say what I wanted about the tieflings. They're great. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I, at least, uh, I, not to make my own canon, but I believe from what we discussed, the goal of the city was like, everyone come together and, yeah, it's like, like it's Republic City inclusive. and Avatar, yeah. basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, I'm not so. racist.
0: Some of my best friends are tieflings. What? Except
3: not ironically, like, not yeah. like that other guy saying yeah, that, like, legitimately. Yeah.
0: <laughs> cool. Great. Um, so the, you know, it, it takes a little while for the group to kind of put everything back together. The guards are able to sort of makeshift some sleds from the wreckage of the carts. So they're able to still like now it's now it's them like pulling the stuff and kind of grumbling like, oh, it's like I'm back in the army. Oh just pull this man. It'll be so easy. they are kind of like yeah. pulling the stuff.
3: Um, uh, Alan, Alan will help where he can with that sort of thing too like he's easily, he's able to do that Roll a strength check just to turtles. see how
0: well you help like how good okay. your physical labor for the day is
3: uh mediocre 14.
0: Mm, yeah just like just slightly above average like you'd expect a little out like of practice
3: barbarian. from from like a little bit out of practice since the military
0: yeah you haven't been doing your like morning PT or whatever <laughs> yeah. So. yeah Um uh,
4: once things are settled I'm gonna check in on you are you
0: okay man. Yes, that was very sudden But I am alright Um Anything else happening before we Travel to our Red dot spot I just want to say
2: my head cannon. I'm imagining this conversation goes like Take a caravan Through the tunnels, they said There's no <laughs> weather, they said It's less dangerous, they said I mean, there hasn't been any
1: weather And, uh, you know Good old uh gum tails tickling the earth. I mean, you know, that's kinda normal.
2: At least on the surface. If it <laughs> rained, it didn't rain earth. Mm,
1: but
4: there's acid rain, man.
0: That's true. Yeah, I was <laughs> the, the guards turn around and they're like, Yeah, but when it rains on the surface, sometimes it rains acid, you know? <laughs> so it, it's a give and take. It's, it's a give and take. take. The you know no, the earth it's... the earth kinda crumbling like it's you know, we're we're dealing. We got Alan over here to pull the caravan now, so you know we don't have to worry <laughs> about it. It's gonna be fine.
4: No, if it's acid earth, you know that's when we're in trouble, man.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the floor is lava.
0: <laughs> Literally. Um, Jeb, well, roll history. That is a fifteen plus. Nice. Two. Thirteen. Sure. Um. It occurs to you as everyone's kind of talking about, you know, oh, this could happen, or this is stuff that happens above ground. And, you know, what are the causes of this stuff? Oh, it's just is tickling the earth, whatever. Um, it occurs to you that you have been warned in the past by Grandpa Cole's journal, that one of the hazards of being in the way stations as the tunnels are expanding, is that when you are near mining efforts, the ceilings often cave in just because of the vibrations through the tunnels because the dirt have, like, they have evolved to the point where they don't need to build supports into their tunnels at the you know, kind of trade-off of when there's, like, big seismic activity, sometimes they cave in. So, just a, just a thing you got in there. AKA, head. they probably yeah, should I'll still
3: uh, be building supports into the tunnels. It's just that they're like, ah!
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll, um... In, inform like the leaders of the caravan that you know be, be wary about there this you know there might be some some minding potentially some blasting going on nearby if there's one uh, I'll try to like gauge an interval between like the next happenstance of that and whatnot and just kind of try to aid them in that triangulate cool.
4: its location
0: um sounds good the rest of your journey to your destination is pretty uneventful. Um, when you get there, there's nothing to see. The caravan stops, it's just like in the middle of a highway. And, well, highway tunnel thing. But it, you know, the, the car- low way, I guess. Um, but <laughs> the, the caravan stops and the guards turn and look at you and they're like, you sure this is the place? They like pull out a map to check with your map, but the places line up and it's, you know, it's the same spot that's circled. And they're like, you sure you want us to leave you here? It's kind of, kind of in the middle of nowhere.
2: Uh, can I roll Yeah, For we'll like be all right. A, a perception check. To yeah, like maybe, investi- maybe investigation would be better. Yeah, I'd like for... to investigate. Yeah. Okay.
4: I'll be like banging on walls, seeing which one's hollow.
2: Good. Banging on the dirt walls. Yeah, man. Huh. I know that's a that's Checking a band name. Pockets. You're welcome. That's a that's a band <laughs> name. Uh, I rolled a nine. For that perception okay. check.
0: You don't see very much with your perception check, but there is a bunch of guards around you, and you're still kind of like. Feeling out the situation.
3: I got a fourteen investigation.
0: Okay. Can I a, like
3: can I try to aid his investigation?
0: Sure. Roll to aid him.
3: Where is investigation? There it is. Oh, I have a really good investigation. I should roll have rolled the to investigation get aid. nineteen.
0: Uh okay, you you do help him. So roll yours with advantage, Southcook. Roll one more. Okay.
4: Uh that did help. I got a nineteen on the die plus nice. two for twenty one.
0: Look at you helping out. Alan comes over. You're like knocking on walls, and Alan comes over and is like, you know, if you do it a little more gently, you can, you know, listen for reverberations and stuff. Like, he just kind of guides you a little bit. Um, So, Fox, the reason you don't percept very much is because you look over and you're like, is Alan teaching Zothkug how to knock on walls? Like, what is happening? (laughs) You're like a little distracted by that. Um, Zothkug and Alan, you do discover. as you're like kind of going around you check the wall you check the ceiling you check the floor you're kind of seeing what's going on you realize that there is a small section near where the wall meets the floor you know they don't have sharp angles so the dirt Mm -hmm. kind of curves out and and you know the wall is supported naturally that way but in that section of dirt you see one segment of that that is actually stone that has been carved to look like dirt and then painted the same color as the dirt mm. itself. And you, um, you could investigate further to see what's on it, but it would take like it would be you know a it, you would sit down yeah. and take a while to figure out what's going I'm on. I'm gonna call
4: Jeb. There. Hey, hey Jeb, man, come over here and look at this.
0: Your guard uh, buddies whoop. look over at you, Alan. Right, so, so you found what you're what you're looking for in the dirt there. You, you're good.
3: I I believe so. Yes, thank you. Very much for your kindness, and it is great to see you all again.
0: Great to see you. If you're ever in Hishala, look us up. Will do. Thanks so much. They just begin hauling their carts. Thanks for the ride, their... bro. Yeah, how happy much? To help you.
4: Wait, wait. How much did you want?
0: Uh no charge. No charge for Alan's friends. Don't worry about it. And they meander off. Uh, so as they pull off into the distance, you may now continue your conversation.
5: Hey, Alan,
1: you I need, need to more friends. Come look at this. Hello? Why would people paint stuff to look like dirt? That's just, that's just, I mean, this is like dwarvish nonsense.
4: I think they just wanted whatever they were doing to blend in, man.
1: I mean, fair point. Can we, uh, like spend, spend some time and investigate this thing and kind of see if there's like any doors or any protrusions or.
0: Yeah. In your, in your offense at seeing rocks that are painted to look like dirt, you scratch some of the paint off. And as you scratch the paint off, you see that some of the paint is covering open spaces. So there are little like depressions in the stone that have been covered or filled in by paint. So as you scratch, like me, no, (laughs) (laughs) little depressions. Uh, So as you as you uncover, you find that there are three small depressions in the stone. Each is approximately one paw size. Um, in depth. What kind of shape in, are they? They're just like like kind of circles. Mm-hmm. Rest Perf- in peace. Perfect circles, even
3: Are these uh meant to be something to be inserted into them or perhaps um taken out of them? Uh oh, um Wingle digits. Are they are the are the wingle digits the same size as the holes?
0: Wingle digits are hexagonal. Yeah, they're not circles.
3: Hmm.
4: What about normal coins, man? I'm
2: not about to how throw my they, money down this hole. How are they they're lined not very up? Deep.
0: They are uh left to right. Yeah. Oh left to right, okay. Equidistant from each other.
2: Uh, can I roll to see if a it's like some sort of a lock that yeah, I might sure. recognize? Would that be knowledge?
0: I don't know. Uh, you can. So you're you're a thief. So I'll let you use slate of hand for your your lock knowledge. Oh, if you say so, I'll take that twenty-one. <laughs> <laughs> um, it could well be the. Um, pins for a lock. Like, hmm. like almost like an inverted key.
2: Right, right. Um, how big are these holes? Like fist sized? Or lo- smaller? They're,
0: they're about a jeb paw in size. But they are perfect circles.
2: Would I be able to fit my hand in one?
0: Uh, if you like tighten it into a fist you could do that. Yes.
2: Alright, move move aside guys. I think you know, I think over. I have an idea. Um, I'm going to uh, change my hand into a smaller version of it.
0: Like the TikTok tiny hands?
2: <laughs> tiny hands, yeah. Tiny okay. hands. Okay. And then like reach in there and try to like see if I can't feel anything that moves.
0: You do feel like at the end of it, there's like another slight kind of ledge thing where if there were a pin in the lock you might be able to apply tension it's like the depressions are are really shallow um, openings for the pins of a lock
2: okay um, can I tell which way it's supposed to open based off of where the pins are located
0: well based on where the pins are you're in the chamber of the lock my like, hand? Like where or you're sta- like the tunnel is the chamber of the lock based on the pins. Like a key would slide in through where the tunnel is, and then its raised ridges would push pins into the depression. And then the depression, when it was even with the surface of the wall, like that would be how this hypothetical lock would be unlocked. And then you could twist.
4: So we got to reverse lock picking, man.
1: So this whole room is like a big key or like a big lock.
2: Yeah, I, it doesn't make sense to me. Like it obviously. Wait,
0: could I like start digging out more? Like way.
2: follow the, the the non-dirt stuff.
0: Yeah, you can follow the non-dirt stuff. You you follow it along. It does eventually stop uh, about probably six feet down the tunnel from where you are. So three feet in each direction with the three um, depressions at the center.
4: I'm just gonna put a line in the dirt of, like, to mark it.
0: As you draw your line in the dirt, you realize that there's actually a line under the dust that Um. extends the whole way around the tunnel. Like, the circumference of the tunnel, basically. So,
3: the- theoretically, uh, I trust you, Fox, on this. If we were to attempt to simulate the action of a key opening this lock, how would we go about that? Yeah, I'm
2: trying to figure that one out.
4: <laughs> See, here's what we do, man. We dig around the outside and come back in from from under or whatever angle we need to.
3: I mean, that's that's brute forcing it. I mean, is that doable, uh, Jeb? I mean,
1: so. Oh, you're, you're really stretching my brain back on uh, Excavation Fundamentals from <laughs> elementary school, but, um... <laughs> you know, like, one, one, of the, one of the first fundamentals is if you're going to be moving dirt, that's just it, you have to move it. And if you're going to be digging a lot of dirt, it all has to go somewhere. And this much dirt, you know, you're going to be... it's going to take quite a bit of time, quite a bit of effort and it's you know like once you once you break hard packed dirt it fluffs up it takes up a lot more space we definitely don't have any tamping equipment and he like just goes on on this big lengthy <laughs> thing about how like unrealistic politely saying that you don't know what you're talking about and that it's not a good idea
3: so Josh or I when we're talking to a client in our daily talk, <laughs> <Yes. that's> sweet, <laughs> great um, oh man right. I, there, there's more to digging than I thought Yep. But could you just dig your own personal tunnel to see what's going on, what's behind this stone, this fake dirt?
1: Oh, I thought you guys were saying you wanted to, like, dig the thing out of the wall.
5: Well, no, 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 that,
3: no, no, no. Uh, that seems unfeasible based on what you're saying, but could we just. Could you just check what's behind it? See, see how far this stone extends?
1: So, yeah, DM, can you. Can you paint me another word picture where we're in a tunnel? Okay, you're like... in
0: you're in a tunnel. Assume for the moment that the tunnel is perfectly circular, so you're in a okay. cylinder that extends to and fro. Where you are standing is in the center of a six foot long stretch of cylinder. At okay. the base of that cylinder in front of you, where it meets the where the wall meets the floor, if you will, even though it's perfectly round there is a ridge of stone instead of packed dirt. And in that ridge of stone, there are three depressions that are horizontal, centered, equidistant spaced from each other. At the edges, so three feet to the right and three feet to the left, there is a groove in the floor and wall that runs the whole stretch, the whole circumference of the cylinder, implying that this section of tunnel is different than the tunnel surrounding it, and that's All what right. you have seen so far.
1: And this ridge of stone is like going this way. It's like going yeah. the length of the length tunnel of and it's like tunnel. set into it, right? Yep. So, and so that's tunnel. what you were saying. Like, uh, uh, if a key went in, the tumblers would go down exactly. Into it type thing. Yes. And how deep are those depressions?
0: Uh, they are like like a a fist deep. So you know. F- four to five inches, maybe half a shin. Okay.
3: Would would that be doable?
1: I mean, yeah, I'll, he'll start to dig down around the side just a little bit. We'll just like scrape along where that the tumblers stone are or ridge. just okay
0: yeah so you're scraping
1: yeah, along the, along stone the ridge. edge of the stone
0: ridge yeah you dig down and you find that there's more stone underneath the packed dirt. yeah the that's, dirt is only that's what i figured the dirt is only maybe a couple inches deep before you hit more stone the stone is smooth and you can tell that the stone is machined or or you know like it's it's done by it's been a creature. worked it's not naturally occurring
5: hmm
3: would... What would... If we were to somehow put pressure on all three of these depressions and somehow turn the stone I'm not sure whether this would be doable through sticking perhaps the hilt of a javelin into each one and forcing it a certain direction. Do you think that could have any effect Fox? We could
2: try. I think they might—they might do something.
4: So Zothkug just—just hearing that, like, walks up and sticks both his arms in—in in two two of the the grooves.
3: It may be beneficial, Zothkug. I know you are uh, very strong. I do not doubt that. Um, we need—I think—applying force to something like this. And I believe—let me check my equipment real quick, though. Um, I don't know. Let's see how many—how many javelins do I have?
0: Doth ah, is so gonna try
3: applying force, Josh. By the way, as Alan is talking. Okay,
0: so you have two. So you're just push force, just like straight into the hole. Yeah. Okay, you do feel that little ledge at the end, and as you push, it does feel like the ledge has a little give in it. Like you're able to to kind of move it a little bit, and and your hands seat naturally in the space.
4: All right, I need one of you to do the last one, okay?
3: I feel Alan- a ridge. Alan pulls out uh, a javelin and sticks, like, the, the blunt end, not the...
2: Chat the, increasing
0: you know. the tension in the scene. Oh, no.
2: Oh. I'm going to back away from whatever oh. they're doing for a bit. Yeah. Uh,
3: not improvingly. You got it.
0: You stick a javelin in the... In the uh, javelin in there. I'm going
3: to push in and then see what happens from there.
0: Okay. I'm going to roll the tension pool based on the fact that uh, Zothkug is pushing into the depression here i'm gonna clear the tension pool uh you lucked out buddy um the okay so i do still need you to make a dexterity save zothkug that's fair i mean what why would i have to do that <laughs> <laughs> oh
4: that is not good uh seven
0: oof okay this is this is gonna be a rough one buddy yeah the weight of the wall as the tumblers are pushed into place slides the room. So with your fists in the keep like in the depression, pressing the tumblers to where they go, the edge of your hands are in that space that is now rotating against a stone wall. you take ouch 11 points of damage. Your hands, room get off. yeah, moves. Your hands don't get ripped off, but like the <laughs> layer of the the layer of skin on like the first length of your fingers ju- does get ripped off. So like your this, hands, you're like bloody knuckled. On, I told both of you your to hands. use an like a tool or something. The end of your javelin um snaps off, so it's like okay. the the wooden like butt end. I'm assuming you didn't use the like metal <laughs> end. No, yeah, yeah. So, the so like end. the the so now they're a little shorter, um, but otherwise they're still usable. Um, so, so that hurts, but otherwise, the room, d- the whole hallway, kind of rotates um, about ten degrees, and as it finishes rotating, the floor underneath all of you drops down like into oh, a depression, shoot. like it slides shunk down about. We just
3: keep dropping into depressions. <laughs> That's sli- just <laughs> <it> slides <laughs> down about it's like a metaphor feet, for
0: life. About eleven shins. Um, none of you take any damage. It lands, it's like a cushioned landing or a spring padded landing, but the floor okay. sh- drops down, and now you are in this lower stretch of tunnel, and in front of you, there is a door.
3: Oh. I'm
4: going to. What's the take door look like? Another uh, the, plant and cast cure wounds on myself, real quick.
0: Okay, you do that. Make sure you're tracking leaves. Um, yep, I the am. door uh, in front of you it is solid oak with um, steel supports on it and then center on the top of the, the door is kind of broken into three sections and, um, vertically. The top third of the door has the sigil of the Bright World Company. The middle section of the door has the sigil of the Summit Banking Guild. And the bottom si- section of the door has no sigil, but as you look closely at it, almost rippling in the air over it is an emblem of a rod breaking over an anvil.
3: And that's the that's the emblem that I saw somewhere else before. Way back right? when, yeah. Okay.
0: And it's also it should be familiar to Jeb from from, um, yeah, the murder digits.
1: scene. Oh yeah, that's right.
0: Interesting. Um,
1: does it appear to be magic? Uh,
0: it's yes, it appears to be magic. The sigil thing.
3: Well, if any door were to be where we're interested in going, I do believe this would be the door.
2: I'm going to search for uh, any obvious, like, traps.
4: Don't stick your hands in anything. (laughs) Uh, It's almost like
2: someone else told you to do that Trust me, Zoth,
0: I won't make your mistake.
3: (laughs) I don't want anyone to make my mistake.
0: 18. All right. Uh, You do find a trap. The... Um, the sigil of the rod breaking over an anvil—that is a an arcane glyph of warding. And if the door is opened while that glyph is active, then the door will catch fire. Uh, basically, it will cast the spell fireball on the door. Is what will happen. So, centered on that space is a twenty-foot ball of fire. If you don't oh. take care of that, take care of that. Ward How there. big it. Is-
1: how big is the room that we're in now? Because, like we were in the tumbler and it mm-hmm. turned and the whole thing dropped down. Yeah,
0: tunnel's only five feet wide, and you're in. And how still, long is it? It's a six foot stretch because it's that cylinder that you okay. were in.
1: So it would, and we can't we can't like see up. We're still in the tunnel. The whole thing drops down.
0: Yeah, you're ten so, feet down. So you could We're like, in an try and climb space. out, but like even Owlin, who is seven feet tall, would still need to like climb and hoist himself. Like that's an athletics check to get out.
1: Mm. So so we can we can get out, or, or like is, did the whole section of tunnel drop down?
0: Yeah. So the floor dropped down, but it's only the oh, middle okay. of the tunnel because it's five feet wide. So you could still climb gotcha. up the edge and sort of be along the walls. Think of it like a subway I'm tunnel with it. a track in the middle. It's kind of like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking that the whole slice of subway tunnel went down. Yeah, and so like the ceiling would have gone down with it. But I'm following what you're no. saying now.
0: Fire code requires that you have those little walkways <laughs> on the sides. You know,
1: I mean, True. the Brightway Company doesn't seem like somebody yeah. who would <laughs> who would respect code.
3: They may be evil, but they uh, they're lawful evil. Yeah. Um, also, I love this uh, wholesome interaction in the chat happening while we're while we're like discussing yes. the logistics yes. of of the tunnel. subway
5: tunnels. <laughs> yes. yes. yes.
3: Um, okay. I assume that the information about this fireball door is communicated to the rest of the party. Yes.
4: Okay. No, he keeps it to himself and
3: lets <laughs> us go. <laughs> you he has got a death it. wish, actually. Um, He's like backing away from the door as we open it, like not telling (laughs) us anything. He's chaotic evil.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Some people Um, just want to watch the world literally. I'll be over. I'll be over here. You
5: guys. You guys got it. I'll be over.
0: Can
1: I? Can I make like an Arcana check of some kind to maybe draw a little bit more information about this glyph and how specifically it will function?
0: Absolutely.
3: Absolutely.
1: Ooh, that's a lot. I rolled an 18. Nice. Oh. Plus four. That's a 22. Nice. Specifically, what I want to know is, um, is, it, is it like a one-time thing? Like if I if I set it off and this fireball explodes, do I get an idea that like the glyph will be gone then, and maybe the door will be more easily worked to open, or is it something that would reset and keep protecting?
0: It would need, like, another casting to reset, but um, if it goes off, like, it'll be centered on the door, so it'll also go inside the door, potentially alerting someone on the other side.
1: okay. Okay. So, yeah, we, uh, so we could, we could just set this thing off, get it a large, you know, a a good distance away. Um, It's going to be a big, you know... Big, massive wad of fire, and it's going to spread everywhere down here. It's probably going to burn up a lot of the oxygen. It's going to be very difficult to deal with. But we could, we could like get oh, a good distance away, fire it off. Something but mean, man, well, well, I mean, I'm my thought was it would open the door. Like it would, it would remove that, and we could get in because the door is going to take that damage it too. It would
3: likely remove the, the door, problem. Yes.
1: Yeah, but the problem is that it's centered on the door, which means it's gonna blow into the tunnel behind it We don't know what's in there, so tripping the trap is a bad thing For okay. numerous reasons now, as opposed to just one reason So can we, need we, can, okay, we need to Tom. see if we can find a way to disarm it
4: Foxman,
2: uh, that's
1: all you
4: Yeah, you Do got your thieves tools, right?
2: Exactly the <laughs> 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 Do we know the trigger? Like, is it the did door I, opening
0: or that I detect the door? a trigger the door opening uh, with that twenty-two trigger? Yep, the door opening would be the trigger. Is
3: it like a physical trigger or is it like a like a like? Because I would say if it's like a magical thing, it would probably more in in Jeb's wheelhouse, right? To disarm it, I don't know.
2: I'm gonna go ahead and uh, see if I can't notice anything to like disable the door, like take it off its hinges or something? I have an idea. Um.
1: Give me a minute. I need to look through Grandpa's journal real quick.
2: You got it, Jeb.
1: Discuss among yourselves.
3: (laughs) I don't know how viable taking the door off the hinges would be. I would assume that maybe it's triggered by simply the door moving at all. Rather than, like, the idea would of... I, it would I know anything about it? magical wards,
0: Josh? Nah, this is arcane magic, not divine magic. Okay. And out of your wheelhouse. Just checking. I mean, you can roll Arcana if you want to see if you, like, have gleaned something, but I, I'm not going to give it to you for free. No, uh, okay. I'll,
4: I'll be like... Zoth will be like, Kelnor, what do we do, man? <laughs> no.
1: I have an idea. What is it? Um... I can cast a spell on it that will pull it from the wall, but leave the door intact. Technically, the door won't be open. And then we should just be able to scooch it out of the way and and pass through.
3: And Alan said if the door moved at all, it could trigger it. That's an assumption. I don't know whether this is true. If we can cast his spell at a safe distance, perhaps it's worth a try.
1: I can't do it from a good distance, but just to be on the safe side, maybe you Alan you could get everybody up out of here real quick and uh and then we could kinda do it like
2: that.
3: If there's no if we if there are no other presented so uh alternatives, I I'm okay with this.
2: We're committing to
3: blowing up the door? <laughs> <Is that laughs> the hope is that it does not. The hope is that the magical effect and the door not physically rotating, perhaps keeps it. What if we just, like, erase the rune, man? I don't know how that works.
0: <laughs> I bless the runes down in Africa.
2: <laughs> Jeb, you seem to know what you're doing about the uh, the whole runes here. Is that like, a viable option?
1: Well, I mean, seeming to know what I'm doing is a good thing. I appreciate the the vote of confidence. <laughs> I am a, what is it, uh, three-day old wizard. But my grandpa <laughs> takes really good notes. Um, like, we
4: just, just, just get rid of the ward, like, erase it, scratch it out, cover it up?
1: Uh, I, I, so I saw something later in his book about that, uh, but it's, like, super complicated, and I, I am not, I, like, I, I, I can't do that yet. Um, but my idea is, so I, Owlin, I actually had this spell set aside for you, I thought it would be, uh, be pretty cool for, uh, um, in handy... For you uh how so it's uh so it's a it's it's a it's a complex combination of ingredients it it requires some and he kind of rambles on a little bit about um a pinch of like iron powder and uh and you know this that and the other and he's like but so essentially uh it would double your size it would hmm. make you a, a big boy allen Right, so your your big sword makes a big big sword and you could smash oh, smash like, big big uh, smash. what was
4: it fo- Fox grew in, in size when we were in yeah. the circle?
1: Yeah. And that was like the thing, like I saw that effect go off on him and I was like, Oh, that kinda connected the dots. But but I found out that this uh this same spell can be used to shrink things as well. Hmm. So my idea is to shrink the door and the door frame. Just and the simply whole thing. step over oh. the door yeah well we could even like pick it up and move it you know because it would I, just be like a i do not something. advise
3: picking it up and moving it i think perhaps shrinking it to a size where we can simply step through the doorway maybe do you maybe need a magic plant i mean it?
1: that's that i mean it's that's fair i mean we wouldn't have to move it uh my my understanding was not necessarily the 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 placement of the ward on the world but rather the ward on the door, and if the door was mounted to the frame and the frame shrunk with it, then it would kind of be a self contained thing also it means that mm. we could just get out if we needed to get out we wouldn't have to do this again. we mm. could just kind of like eh, turn it to the side and then it would you know true and uh cause it only lasts about a minute
3: interesting well if you're confident if if you're confident in this uh I trust you. I I think we should do Call it. All on you, man, Jeb.
2: You got I mean, it, I'm Jeb. confident
1: enough to try at a safe distance. All okay, right, um, let's
4: all get to a safe distance.
3: So yeah, Alan can like, assist. We'll
1: say uh, yeah. we'll say that's Plan A. Does any did <laughs> yeah. anybody have like a really really stellar Plan B?
4: Yeah. Do you have any ideas?
1: I no. just told you mine. Oh uh, yeah. Oh,
4: sorry. I'm not yeah.
0: familiar with with magic like this.
4: Okay, man. Well, I'll keep you safe. Thank you. And then I will, uh, I guess, just stand a good distance away to be safe.
1: Yeah, Jeb wants to get up out of it, and he's gonna almost, like, sniper pose, like, lay on the edge of where everything's sunk down, (laughs) just on the lip. Yeah, And just... Stay it's out of range instead of a <laughs> sniper.
0: Yeah. It's his little handgun yep. blunderbuss. Like his little, his little nice. elbows are
1: hanging over the edge.
0: I guess yeah, that's so probably to scale. It probably yeah. looks good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. so he's going to take a little, a little iron powder and kind of sprinkle it down in the top of, of the blunderbuss and load a spell slot and tamp it down a little bit, and be like, "All right, um, everybody, plug your ears and close your mouths." Cause if this fireball goes off, it's going to it's going to like suck the air out of your body, and that's gonna be a painful experience. So I don't ready? like that, yeah. <laughs> Three, two, one, Boof. And I'm gonna cast reduce on the door and the frame.
0: I'm gonna roll a tension pool. Okay. You cast reduce on the door and Use the frame. recycle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you. Great. Okay, so you cast reduce on the door, and the door in front of you shoom, shrinks down. It's now suspended in space at the center of where it was. It is. Um,. Should be half its size. Yeah, that's what I was just looking for the number on. It is half the size it was before, and uh, you now realize it's not actually centered on where it was, it's centered on the rune, the magic oh. ward thing. So the ward is exactly where it was cast, and the door is now kind of attached to it, but smaller. Um, because it's centered and it's half as wide as it was, you could like lay down and try to limbo underneath, but it's, it's the lower third, so it's still pretty close to the ground you could try and well it would also it. be on
1: the sides too right yeah the sides like, are would... also
0: a bit narrow uh, narrower so think of it as like a standard you know like five feet wide by six feet tall door so now it's two and a half feet wide so you've got um like a foot foot and a half of clearance on each side so again you could try and scoot by or you could try and like dolphin dive over the top of it however what you can also see is now you can see beyond the door And beyond the door, what you see is um, a ledge and to the left is nothingness. To the right is like sheer cliff face. And then the the packed dirt floor of the tunnel is being held up by like stone supports that Mm. kind of come up and then stretch into like there's an actual stone floor under the tunnel for the length of the ledge, which is like another six feet beyond the cylinder. So there's just this ledge here with nothingness to one side. You can't see what's beneath it until you get past the door. Well, we gotta so, hurry, guys. We only have a minute, yeah.
1: right? Jeb's holding the gun out, and you see the uh, the particles of iron have almost made like a fishing line that's tethered to it. Almost, it's it's kind of like a mix of fishing line and how you see like dust that's suspended in light. Yeah. It's just like this. And he's yeah. like, yeah, we only got a minute. We gotta go.
4: I'm gonna try and crawl under it
0: all right uh roll a uh, either dexterity or if you're proficient in it acrobatics check
4: i am not
0: okay so just straight dexterity let's see if you uh, can that's scooch under there all right so uh you you are scooching under the door and right at the end, like you feel your your back kind of brush against the bottom of the door, and you freeze for a second, but nothing happens because you froze. So you are now halfway under the door, Dang. and your back is touching it. I will give you one more roll to see if you can get past the door <laughs> without disturbing it.
4: Could I have Jeb like dig under me a little bit to just give me a little bit of clearance?
0: Uh, you're—it's a stone floor, remember?
2: Oh, oh, right, 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 right. Can I can I assist him a little bit? You can
0: try, yeah. How are you assisting him? You gotta tell me how it works. push
2: down on him. Yeah, like, make sure if he's putting his head up, I'm, like, pushing his head back down, you know, kind of thing. Like, Uh, guiding him.
0: Roll dexterity to help.
2: Okay. Am I still rolling
0: dex? Yes, and if he rolls high enough, you'll get advantage. Nat 20 confirmed. Never mind, you do it. (laughs) <laughs> um, you're you're like at the door and you're trying to figure out what, what to do and Fox just like slides under the door like like the Rockstar electric slide and then coaches you through it and so you are both through the door on the other side.
3: Can Owlin roll athletics to hurdle it?
0: Uh, Yes he absolutely can and
5: 18.
0: I'm going to say that because of the time it took Zothkug we're halfway through that spell's duration 18. 18. Alright with an 18 yeah you hurdle it pretty easily Okay. So you, you jump right over. It's only Jeb and, yeah, the mic in it left. And, yeah, just, I'm gonna like, go walks next. underneath. What are you doing, Jeb?
1: Um, I'm going to go uh, in the bottom right corner okay. and take advantage of the reduced size on the side and the
0: bottom. Great. You go through the bottom right corner. It's a slightly tight squeeze for you, so roll dexterity, but do it with advantage because you're much smaller than um, Everyone else. an orc. Yeah.
1: Um, just a straight dex check.
0: Unless you're proficient in acrobatics, in which case you can roll that.
1: I'm a wizard. I'm probably not. Uh, that's 17.
0: You're
5: 17. a wizard,
0: Harry. Yep. You were also able to make it through just as the spell ends. Sorry. We, we make it solved your door puzzle. Ends. You did. You solved the door puzzle in a way I never foresaw. So very good job, everybody. Um... Nice. And congrats on the Nat 20 confirmed, Fox. Yeah. Uh, You are on the other side. You are now standing on a ledge. And from your ledge, you are looking out on a big open expanse of, um, like, cavern. The cavern goes from where you are, which is about 30 feet below the material plane, down to the Underdark, which is approximately 300 to 400 yards below the material oh, plane. Darn. So like it's massive and you cannot at all see to the bottom of it except that there are some torchlit sections so you see little glimmers of light off in the distance like you would see like a city from a plane. Like you can you can barely tell what's going on down there. And then on the ledge just to the side of you there is a ladder chiseled into the ledge. And then as you look down, there's another ledge about a hundred yards down and then another one a hundred yards down from that and so on and so forth. And that is the access to the Underdark that you have just found. As you're gazing out upon what's going on, the first thing you realize is that um, some of the lights you're looking at are not fires glinting in the distance, they are some kind of floating creature of some sort. Uh, with sort of like an eerie yellowish glow kind of flitting along uh, in the distance. You can't tell how close or far they are because you have no reference of scale, but there is some kind of floating lit creature with an inner light, and there's you can hear like the echoey resonance of mining happening, picks slamming into, um, into rock and ore, and you can hear whips cracking and you can hear the muffled, indistinct yells of you know working men trying to give commands to each other and sync things up, but you can't quite tell what they're saying. It's all just sort of floating up to you as this din off in the distance. It sounds honestly kind of similar to when you've heard armies on the other side of a ravine, Alan, where it's like your army hmm. is posting up for a battle the next day, and you can hear the other army kind of setting up camp like just out of, out of reach. It's like that, it's that kind of sound. Hmm. If you'd like to be a part of our content, you can join us Mondays at 9pm Eastern over at twitch.tv slash wingbadgergaming. We strive to make our streams as interactive as possible, and we would love to have you help shape the story we're telling. Special thanks to collaborator and fellow streamer Wash Burnello for being part of this tabletop adventure. From all of us here at the Tavern, we'll see you next week.